0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: probably still munching on something tonight, nasty, <laughs> yeah. uh, December 1st, five weeks of football left, five games to go, some are happy, some are sad, some don't know whether to be happy or sad,
2: it's my quarterback.
1: some of us are just confused, to be quite frank, some of us are just confused. It's me, Commissioner T, here on the Madden Voice. Welcome to the show, everybody. I promise it's going to be a good show. I promise this will be the best show of the year. There's a lot to talk about, a lot going on tonight. And, you know, I normally do all the, you know, the, 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 the voice of reason and the, the, Madden, the Super Madden Nation and this and the EAFL Super Bowl. I ain't doing none of that tonight. I'm just going to say, fellas, welcome to the Madden Voice.
3: Yes,
0: sir.
3: Yeah. let
0: do it. You we are all like here. That. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. What? Yeah. yeah.
1: That's Dr. Train. <laughs> That's Dr. Train. Dr. Train likes that. Dr. Train's a happy man. Dr. Train is a happy man. You yeah, know,
0: let's,
1: let, let's start off with Dr. Train. Because Doctor Train's team pulled off, I, I, I you know,
0: <laughs> stunning.
1: What Doctor Train, the Doctor Train's team was at, was was able to pull off. Doctor Train, your team did it finally. Monkey off your back. Took out the Packers Ooh. in the Green Bay. That's all right. <laughs> that, that's all right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you one.
0: You like that? You like
1: that? There <laughs> you go. That's for you, Doctor Train. That's for you. <laughs> but you know, it, but be, you know, but listen. Before we get into the game, before we get into all games, before we get into the, the Bears, before we get, into, I, I, you know, something's been bugging me all weekend. And this is it, you, Doctor Train. Something's been bugging me all weekend, man. Yeah, you gotta clear this up for me, brother. You gotta clear this up for me. Because I saw your Facebook post and, and 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 I saw the picture you put on of you. Hashtag Campos.
0: <laughs>
1: now if it was K Star, I wouldn't even be asking this question because K Star K Star I mean he he ain't got no sense. K Star just do what K Star wanna do. If it was K Star, I would already know. But 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 this is unlike you, Dr. Train. So i got to ask, man, knowing that Cam and the Panthers served up a nice Thanksgiving Day whooping on my Cowboys and then you celebrated your victory with a Cam pose, was you taking a shot at the Cowboys? Was you taking a shot at me and uh, JB? Uh,
4: man, that had absolutely nothing to do with you guys. I just uh, so happened to open my shirt and I still had, you know, Based on what I was wearing that day, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this is a cam pose. I'm gonna post it." <laughs> okay. It was awesome. All right. Okay.
3: It's a beautiful picture. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you, so, thank you, It was pretty funny. I saw
1: it on WhatsApp. I think that's awesome. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. The hell with Cam Newton and his mama. I don't give a damn. I'm salty. I'm salty. I'm salty. Damn, man. I'm salty. As <laughs> matter of <laughs> fact, if I if I went in. If I remembered I just don't know if Mama Floyd gonna tune in or not. I would have rated this show adult tonight because today is Richard Pryor's birthday, you know. Richard Pryor <laughs> would have been seventy five today. Okay. Oh wow. So, I Richard Pryor. I I, sh- I would should go. I might be able to sleep, but, but see if Mama Floyd tune in, I can't do that. I can't I can't. I'm a grown man, but I still can't cuss in front of my mama. So I I can't.
0: Ooh. do it. Mm. But
1: I'm salty, man. I'm salty. <laughs> I'm salty, but we're gonna get to the Cowboys and the Panthers and all. Uh, let's start with Let's start with the Bears because it was, in all seriousness, a good win. It was a good win for your team. I mean, I, I, I saw the game um, as much of it as I could stay awake for, because uh, it was one of those days. JB'll tell you we had a very interesting day at the Floyd compound up here in Bristol, Connecticut. It was good having my bro home. That's for sure. Um, yes, sir. But um, I, so I did miss some of the game, but I did see some of the game, and um, you know, train. I mean, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna give you a minute to bloviate, man. I'm gonna give you a minute to, you know, beat your chest, man, because it was a good win. I mean, you're two games behind the Panthers, three behind the Vikings. I mean, there's five to go, so I mean, you know, it ain't it ain't out of the you know, it ain't impossible. It ain't impossible. So. All right. You right. know what I mean? I mean, I mean, we have to live in the world of reality, and reality says if anybody thought the Vikings were going to be in first place at this point, they're lying to themselves. No one predicted that, you know. Mm-hmm. And your team looked dead and buried um, just a few weeks ago, and um, now, last five games, you guys are three and two. You know, Detroit three and two. You know, in your division, Minnesota four and one. Last five games, Green Bay, one and four. So talk to me, Chain. Talk a little bit about the game. We don't gotta recap the whole game, but highlights that, you know, made you feel good about your team and, and to take a second, man. We what we're gonna do, just so everybody knows, we're gonna look at all the divisions. Some of the divisions we ain't even look at. nothing to look at. You know, AFC East ain't <laughs> nothing to look at. You know, some of the divisions we just gonna move on. But your division, man, is still a race. Talk to us, train. It's your it's your world, man. We're just going to sit here and just allow you to just go ahead and have your moment of glory.
4: Well, well first, first off, let me say, it, it, there's no better feeling than watching the Bears-Packers game in Chicago with your family that you grew up watching the game with and you win in Green Bay. <laughs> we actually had one Packers fan in the house. I don't know what my cousin was doing. He married us. Strange. Um, he didn't. He, he really didn't have a, uh, that on his application. He should have put that on the application. You know, Question Packers number fans, one. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, but she was there. I actually we actually took a photo with her. So, you know, we had one package fan out, but you no, know, the game was uh, the game was intense. As a fan, period. Um, uh, most of all, I liked our defense because I mean. The offense did to me did did what they could. They they left some opportunities out there, but for the defense to hold, I mean, not one but twice in the last five minutes to hold that that seventeen thirteen lead twice in the last five minutes that that's huge. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I know, I know, Aaron Rodgers is missing some weapons and. All of that, but, hell, so we, every team got injuries, so you just do to play through them. But James Jones did not go off like he did the first game of the season against us, primarily because of a young guy named Tracy Porter. I didn't know what to expect from this cat, but, man, this dude is playing out of his mind right now at the cornerback. He don't have a lot of interceptions, but this dude is batting balls like he is the all American volleyball players, like seriously. So it was, it was, it was, it was just a good win, man, and finally able to just beat Green Bay, period. I, I, I think we've arrived, like seriously.
0: Okay. And okay. even the
4: players, I read some other some other news. Even the players had a chip on his shoulder because, you know, Aaron Rodgers gave him a little seal after the first game. He said, "It's always fun beating the Bears." So some players took that to heart. The Nelmax seeds, be specific, specific and some others. So, um, yeah, they they you know they they, they took that as fuel, and and used it on the field, and and they, they they settled it. So, for all means, the arrow is pointing up for Chicago.
1: So, looking at the division, um, you know, what is what is your I don't know, give us your take on the real, you know. Y- y- I mean, it's really y- – y- I don't even know how to ask the question. I mean, it's more than just the Bears. It's looking at the entire division. Minnesota's looking strong. Bears – the Packers mm-hmm. are looking like a like just not the team that started the first half of the year. Your team's surging. I mean, really, it, you want to stay – it's almost anyone's division, but Minnesota does have a four-game lead over Detroit with five to go. So Detroit might be surging a little bit too late. Um, but, but but what do you think? I mean, realistically, putting your homer hat to the side for a minute, is Minnesota going to run away with this, or could your team or even the Packers make a surge? And, um, you know, I mean, the Packers did just beat Minnesota think, two weeks ago. So. Right.
4: I, I think it's still wide open for uh for both for all three teams, Minnesota, Chicago and Green Bay. Detroit just has lost too many early on. I mean at nine and seven to get the division it would be be tough. You're talking about Minnesota really really falling off something terrible. I, I I won't disrespect Minnesota anymore. I just see how they win. And I can't disrespect how they win. They play solid defense. They run the ball, and they try not to put Teddy Grishwater in too many uh, situations where he needs to put the game on his shoulders and win. And it works for them. It it, it simply works. I'm sitting here watching them play Sunday, and I'm just like, wow. (laughs) Whatever mistake you make, they take advantage advantage of it with with ball control, and they can win games. The only thing is that won't work against every team, especially a team that can actually score, a team that can beat your defense. And you can – Slow down, Agent Peterson, because I won't face stop. Okay, if you can get Agent Peterson to like right at a hundred yards, you got a chance to win the game. If he blows right. over a hundred, you might you might be in trouble. But you holding him at a hundred, I think. See, I think. Hey, you get a pound on the back for that because that dude is really like he did back like I don't know two years ago, carrying a team again. He's yep. carrying a team, so I, th- it's, I think it's up to three teams.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, put your homer hat on realistically. What do you think? your team three games out, five games to go
0: what do you um, think?
4: when i look when I look at the schedule of opponents there's we don't have an opponent that i'm that I'm worried about like prior to playing Denver and Green Bay, Denver and Green Bay were the two teams I was worried about. We went one and one, five these five games left. All three of these teams, I think, Chicago pretty much can play is a better team than all than all five teams that all five teams we got remain. And I, I really think we can we can run out. And at ten six, you just keep your fingers crossed and just hope that hey, you're good. The only thing is, <laughs> all five teams that we left late and started to like play better balls than they were playing at the beginning of the year. Even San Francisco gave uh, the Cardinals a hard time, but we're a different team. You know, so it really comes down to how we match up to those teams. We came very close to beating Detroit and, and the Vikings the first time we played them, so it's time to get over that huh? I mean, the Redskins really are surgeons, so I won't take anything away from them, but we're not playing them at home. We're playing them in Chicago, so that's the that's, that's advantage us. And we have Tampa Bay, that they're a wild card. Don't know what what to expect, but you know you, you got to keep control of the rookie quarterback. Plus, you're gonna be against Lovey Smith's defense, which hopefully they know they should know the weaknesses of all of his defense, which I do from watching the game.
0: Right, right, right. Okay, all right.
1: Well, good luck. Best I can. That's best I can say to you right now. Is, is, is good luck. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I, I I I want to switch over to K Star. And I, this is just this is just time for since, since K Star is going to pound his chest shortly when we talk about Cam Newton and the Panthers before before he pounds his chest I got to take a minute and hum, and humble him. Um, what are your thoughts on Chip Kelly, the genius and the Eagles these days? You know the genius, the, the most feared uh, offense in the NFL. Uh, your words. What are your thoughts these days, there, K Star?
5: My
3: words, my words. Been in, in week two when it was all good. I think mean, it was all good, but going into the season, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, for, definitely a team of that that. No, based off the past two seasons, because they were top five scoring offenses both years,
0: mm. and
3: now look at them—they are a disaster. I mean, partially uh, some of the yeah, they were, last they were, they were, they were ten to six last two years. But anyway, <clears throat> they were a team. Oh, and Four four. now? We, I you know what? Man, am sorry. I just oh, thought they were 0-4 in December. But anyway, guys. yeah, 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 0-4 in December. I mean, you, you should know all about those type of things and dealings with Cowboys fans. No, 0-4 we um, and 0
1: last December. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah,
3: last, last December. I know. I'm uh, talking I'm, about I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, last year. What are you talking about? Huh?
3: Hey man, you going to let me get in the groove, all right? You should yeah. hide down over there. Um, yeah no they're, they're a mess uh, you, know, it, you know it's bad when they're like looking for Sam Bradford to come back and save the day but um, you know I think the problem with them aside from even the offensive thing now their defense is owned it and that was their strength all year I mean thank you now it's like their defense has been playing well but now they've kind of just been, been bottoming out the last few weeks so yeah no it's brutal it is brutal in Philly and that whole division just
1: Honestly, it's just been a disaster. I'm not – don't, don't get off the hook by blaming the division. The, the, the Eagles, the Eagles are, are terrible right now, and they don't have anything to blame, really. Um,
5: they, 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 I got they, somebody to blame. Chip Kelly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, when I – Call like I, it what, is.
1: What I mean when they don't – when I say they don't have anything to blame is Chip Kelly's head coach, general manager, went and got the players he wanted – to create mm-hmm. the team in his image, the team that mm-hmm. K Star said this is why. I, this is why I gotta go. This is why I gotta pick on K Star because I told him, I, I this is one the omniscient one hit right on the head. I said he's too arrogant. The guy is too arrogant. He's coming up here from college and he's thinking that he's just gonna, you know, come in here with his quick pace, speed him up, gimmicky offense, and that the NFL teams ain't gonna catch up. And, yeah, it was 10-6 and 6 last year, but they were 0-4 in December and didn't make the playoffs. So, I mean, you, you know, what, what good is it? And and I said then, when I saw them finish off the year with, you know, after they demolished the Cowboys Thanksgiving last year, that was it. Then they went into the tank. And I said it then. I said, they're done. This, this scheme that they're running, it's done. The effectiveness now will be sporadic at best. They'll have a game here and there. Because they do have talent. They do have talent at those positions. So you'll be able to, with that talent, win some games. But it ain't going to be what people think it's going to be. And everybody, including K-Star, saw them in the preseason. 40 points a game and all of that. And said, oh, my God, here they come. Preseason pick the winner at NFC East. I said, y'all don't understand it. Defenses ain't going to – did not tell me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, Train, if I'm wrong, JB, heck, if I'm wrong, K, start tell me. Did I not say that the defenses ain't going to show their hand in the preseason? They're not going to show how to stop that garbage in the preseason. They're going to say, run all that stuff. Go ahead, bring it. We'll see you when the, when the games count. They're not going to show you their true colors. Why? It's Preseason. You're playing scrubs. You're playing guys. You got 90 people <laughs> rosters, 75 rosters. You know, you're, tra- you're not going to show it. But they had a plan. And, and and what's worse, the the worst part about it all is this guy don't have, he. I mean, he says there, yeah, it starts with me, ends with me. But you know what? He's just an arrogant little, just, just, I, I feel sorry for Eagles fans, to be honest with you. I feel sorry for Eagles fans because he got rid of Jeremy Macklin. He got rid of of of, 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 of LaShawn McCoy, of, of McCoy, you know? He got mm-hmm. rid of Sean Jackson, you know? He got mm-hmm. rid of Pro Bowl players that have gone elsewhere and been productive because mm-hmm. they didn't fit what he wanted. And he went out and got Pro Bowl players and tried to make them fit a scheme. Ryan, you know, Ryan Matthews, okay, I think that's a good scheme for Ryan Matthews. He about the only one. Sure, the heck ain't. Well, Darren Sproles could play anyway. He's so good. I won't even count Sproles. Mm-hmm. He was already there. He was already there, so you can't give that to Chip Kelly. But um, Murray, Bradford, you know, I mean, come on. It, 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 it just, it's just—it's mm-hmm. arrogant. Yeah, it's arrogant, and I just—I had to take a minute and just say that um, the Eagles—they're they're terrible, and they won't be better until until I mean, Chip Kelly, you know—you got to go. You got to go. Thats all. you gotta go, but um, but, um, so the Lions whooped up on that ass, you know, the Bears went <laughs> Bears win got they win, and then there was one other game on Thanksgiving, man, there was one other game on Thanksgiving, and uh, the good news was I did get to enjoy I don't remember the last time me and my brother got to watch two games together, uh, since he moved from up here to down there. But um, I did get to watch two games with him, and uh, you know the first game was the Dolphins last week, and we did the show, and you know got a little glimmer of hope, and you know Romo was back, you know, and
2: my quarterback,
1: you know, and um, you know started thinking maybe maybe you know have a little shot here, and um, you know then uh, Cam Newton and, and and the Panthers came to town. And uh, J.B., I'm going to pull you in on this one because (coughs) we watched together. But um, we already know, everyone already knows Romo's out. Um, Now, I just want to make one note, and then I'm going to let J.B. jump in here, and then I'll come up behind after J.B. Um, Just note one thing. It was announced today they're not. They have said Romo was done for the season. However, they're not putting him on injured reserve. Just, Just remember that. Not putting him on IR. Okay. JB, I mean, your thoughts on the game, your thoughts on the Panthers, your thoughts on losing Romo, your thoughts on the Cowboys. What do you got?
5: Well, let's pick up where you uh, left off with Romo, and, and I was thinking the same thing. I I heard that same news also. Not going to put him on IR, and and I I think there's two reasons for it. I think one, there's still a little bit of a glimmer of hope, which hey, I mean. All due respect, I can understand that. But also I'm thinking, too, they probably learned from the first time on that Boomerang IR, they probably wish they didn't. I'm not saying it would have been a good idea to bring them back a week earlier, but you never know. Uh, as far as the game goes, you know, I was watching the Dolphins game, that was good. Called a few of those plays. I told you it was coming. Then I said, then I said, I got some of those. Watching that Panther game was tough. I mean that was tougher than the two dollar state. That was tough. I got to give it to the Panthers. They they came in. They played. They did what they had to do. Um, they're they're eleven and zero for a reason. You, you're eleven and zero for skill. You're eleven and zero for execution. You're eleven and zero for for luck, and you're eleven and zero because of good health. And um, I think they've got a lot of skill. They've got a bit of luck, and they have definitely got the health uh, outside of of, um, <clears throat> of Benjamin being out. They, they still have been rather healthy. They're for real. The fans are for real. They're, they're making noise. And uh, the way Keaton was playing, I mean, geez. This guy is He He's a J.J. J. Watt of linebackers, and he really is. He's, he's disruptive. He knows how to read it. He can bait the quarterback into making throws that they don't want to make. So I give him his props. Cam Newton is doing his thing. I give him his props, too. There's really nothing – that I could take away from that team for the performance that they did. Um from a Cowboys perspective it was disappointing to see. And um where do they go from here is, is anybody's guess. Uh obviously Matt Castle gotta play better than what he's played before. And nobody's fearing that the Cowboys now because the backups haven't won a game. Only only almost won a game. So it's gonna be tough running forward but we'll see how it goes. Kept my hat off hat off to the Panthers. They played well.
1: Okay. K-Star, you know, it's your boy. You're, you you know, you, you you're like a closet Panthers fan. Your thoughts on the game? Give you your moment here. Take it while you got it.
3: I mean I told you. I told you he's gonna come inside your house and make you feel and then choke on our Thanksgiving dinner and I tried to tell you to not eat while watching the game, um because yeah, that was it was just all bad. Bad from the start. Um, three other guys and it got worse than Romo got hurt. He can't play well, but honestly, he really didn't have to do a whole lot. Uh Romo made it quite easy, and I noticed that j b didn't mention Romo at all in the last piece that was probably the worst game ever seen Romo have um that was bad, yeah, the Luke Kuechly, yeah ain't, Luke, nothing an animal.
5: Ain't, ain't nothing to mention i mean i I basically gave gave props to the Panther defense because of what they did to Romo. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't just. Yeah, it.
3: Yeah, well, he he also helped him out as well by throwing right to like Luke Keekly back-to-back plays, but um,
1: that had nothing to do with yeah, Keekly, It had nothing to do with Ke- right. Keekly, right? It was that was all on Romo. What to say? Guys, I probably mean, the best linebacker he, in the game, but not nothing to do with him.
3: Okay. Okay, uh, not what I said, but Romo doesn't. Like, I'm sorry, is Romo Teflon? I mean, I know he was your MVP candidate a week ago, but that went burning the flames. I would say after that uh, disaster of a game, and
1: oh, because Ben never yeah. has a bad game. Wait a minute, hold on, hold that on. That was the worst one. That was the worst game it, I've seen
3: all year okay. from a quarterback
1: who, who cares that you think it was the worst? The guy missed two months out of the season. I mean, and he, you know, I mean, you sit there. It, this is the problem with you, K-Star. This is the problem with you. Let it be anybody in Pittsburgh, and I got to hear 100 excuses why. When it's the Cowboys, though, it just is what it is. Let's, let's talk facts. The guy missed two months out of the season. He's coming back in his second game, playing probably the best defense in the NFL after missing two months. Okay, number one. The same crap you're spewing about, Dez ain't this and Dez ain't that. Are you kidding me? He missed six games. Bad foot. Then came back, made a phenomenal catch, tweaked his knee. He's not healthy. If you're going to take stabs at people, at least show a little respect at the fact that there's reasons why these guys aren't playing to, their, to the level that you've seen them play at. You just saw Romo and Dez come off of superstar years last year. You saw that. What do you think? Dude? They're old and washed up that quick? They were injured. That's the reality. That's the truth. And Keekly, Keekly is a, is a beast. How many linebackers could have made that second pick that he made over Witten? Not many. He has that kind of speed and that kind of range. And yes, Romo didn't make the greatest throw. And Romo admitted if you if you watch, if you actually watch the games and watch any of the interviews, he said, "Hey, my timing was off. My reflexes were thrown. My reads were bad. He took it all in the chin. So, but there's a reason for it, K Star. So if you're gonna sling mud, at least acknowledge that there's a reason that Romo played so poorly. Yeah, he played poorly and played.
3: So but poorly the reason and- why he played he played so poorly was because he, you know, the pressure of being called the MVP of the NFL last week on the oh, T M V. No. Spread and word, and you know, it caught to him. He's like, Damn, man, I'm MVP. I played like two games this year, and you know, I got to really? call me MVP, really? and it was too much. Really? Really? Yeah, listen, you didn't How
1: did he, how just, he, how you how want, do, last year yeah, Green how did do last year against Green Bay in a playoff game? Talking about too much pressure. Played pretty well, We're didn't
3: We're not it. talking about last year. Listen,
1: the guy hasn't played under pressure. Is,
3: this is your fault. This is all I'm telling you. I'm saying you're, you're asking me why I'm throwing mud. I, I'm just simply saying, you know, last week he was an MVP candidate, according to you, so I'm, I'm throwing a little bit of
0: mud, yeah.
1: I'm saying that last week was last week, and I stand by what I said.
0: <laughs>
1: As quarterback sits out and they lose seven games in a row, I said No. I said, I know it ain't no one's going to look at it seriously. It was no different than a few years ago when Peyton Manning sat out the whole season in Indy and they went, what, 2-14? and 14? And what did people say? Wow, a team that was just 13-3 and three just went the same team is now 2-14. and 14. Wow, maybe Peyton Manning is the MVP of this league. It was just, it's the same argument. But it was okay when we made that argument a few years ago for Peyton Manning. When I do the same thing for Romo, now all of a sudden it's a problem. I didn't put any pressure on Romo. I stated a fact. The guy clearly is of extreme value to that team based on the fact that in the last two years, they're 0-8 and starts without him. Extreme value. But that being said, yeah, I I give the Panthers defense all the credit in the world. Because, see, I'm a realist. And I understand that defense was much better than I anticipated. Absolutely. I will say this, however, I don't see what the big hype about Cam Newton is. I don't see it. He managed oh, no. pretty well. He made a play here and there. But I didn't see – I see that I see that defense off the chain. Solid, he, strong.
3: He didn't have to. He didn't have to do a lot because Romo put 14 points on the board for him.
0: because he so. didn't
3: have to. Okay. Yeah, he didn't have to have a great game. He had to manage the game. I mean, the game was, was quickly lost in the first, you know, when they had those back-to-back defensive touchdowns. has
1: had half a dozen games where he hasn't even completed 50% of his passes in a game. But I didn't bring that so now, up because I said, let me watch him play before I bring up these stats that show me, wow, this MVP candidate has 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 six games where he doesn't even throw for 50%. Well, let me watch him play. And when I watched, I saw a great athlete. I saw a big guy that's hard to bring down back there, kind of like your quarterback. But I didn't see anything extraordinary. I really didn't. I don't even put him in a category of your quarterback, to be frank with you. you know, I told you that Ben, in my opinion, is is right outside the four horse and <coughs> knocking hard on that door. I've told you that. I don't see Cam in that category at all. I see him as Good. He's a good quarterback. He fits their scheme and their system, and he benefits greatly, kind of like Eli did, from a great defense. But if it's on him, if that team is down by 7 or 14, and it's on him to bring it back, it ain't going to happen. I'm
3: gonna He's tell been you doing it all happened. year. Bringing him back? Yeah. Really? He brought him back against Seattle in the fourth quarter at Seattle. That's, that's um, 7 or
1: 14. I didn't say 3. I didn't say. I said seven or fourteen. I didn't say three. They were down by three and they came back and got a touchdown. So that's different.
3: So anyway. we're going to ignore the fact that we're gonna ignore the fact that last week we had a serious discussion of whether Cam Newton was MVP or not, and three of the four of us said yes. And and now all of a sudden, simply so because he didn't have to have a spectacular game, he's he's just not and very impressive to, to you.
1: I, I I'm sorry. I'm very consistent in what I say. Guys, correct me. Have I ever come on here and said how impressed I was with Cam Newton? Or have I always questioned Cam Newton on this show? Have I always not questioned you
0: know, him on this show? And wait,
1: wait, 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 Have I not always questioned Cam Newton on this show?
5: Yeah, I say you have. And, and I'll also say last week you didn't uh, have Cam Newton as the MVP. The three of us did. You had Brady mm. as the MVP. Hmm. Now, so where the, am one I- I say, the, the one thing I will say is that, i see, I, I see your point. The, the one thing I do have to disagree with you a bit, there was a lot of third-down conversions when he was making throws that he had to make and he was making them, and it was right on point, and he was moving the chain. Okay. Now, maybe that's what classified as being great. I'm, I'm not saying it is, or I'm not saying it's not. I'm not debating that. But I, I did see a few things that impressed me from him, especially I, from I, the pocket. I-
1: and I said he's a good quarterback. And that's what I would expect from a good quarterback is you're going to make some of those third down conversions. Absolutely. I don't dis- I don't. – we're not disagreeing. I'm saying is when I watch great quarterbacks, when I watch Brady, when I watch, well, Rodgers has slipped. So, I, 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 right now, Rodgers ain't the Rodgers we all know. When I watch Rodgers when he's normally on his game, when I – Watch your quarterback. Now, your quarterback had a heck of a game, you know? You, you're going to tell me, K started, you're going to put Cam Newton in the same conversation as Ben Roethlisberger? Because your quarterback played lights out against Seattle and the Legion of Bulls.
3: <clears throat> no, but he's more of an MVP candidate this season than uh, Ben is. I mean, the Panthers, and another thing, I mean, the Panthers are third in the NFL in, in points per game. They're averaging over 30 points per game. So let's not act like Cam... Isn't it's just managing these games. He's not. He is putting points up on the board, and yeah, it's unconventional how he does it. The completion percentage isn't always pretty, but when you watch the guy play, I mean, he just makes plays with his legs and I, I, leads I, I, a bunch I, of, of of average offensive t- average offensive players, aside from Greg Olson, to the end zone consistently.
1: And an and an insane defense. And I think that's yeah, a very good defense. Uh, and not not very good defense It's it's insane. And and you know, let's remember that this team was seven eight and one last year. Okay, um, it's an insane defense. But I'm telling you, is what I saw from Cam Newton. He was good, but I'm not. I'm not sitting up here putting him in the Brady discussion. I, I, you know, they're eleven and zero, and I think they're eleven and zero largely because of the defense. Be be honest with you. You know, I don't. I don't give Cam as much credit as everyone else does. And like I said, I watched Seattle Pittsburgh. What a game. What a game. And I was about to jump all over you about your quarterback till I found out why. Like, why is he not in the game down the stretch? What's going on? Okay, I found out why. So he gets a pass. No problem there. But, you know, when we look at greatness, you can't have it both ways. And Cam is better than a game manager, but he ain't great, in my opinion. He's good, he's solid. You know, he will move the chains, as JB said. He 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 gives you a dual threat. He can run, and he he, he can make some passes, but he's also <laughs> going to miss a few, too. You know, and thank God he's got that defense to get his back and give him more opportunities on the field. That's helping him out. And that defense could very well propel him deep in the playoffs. No doubt about it. Keekly and Davis and these boys, you know, um, I ain't a fan of Josh Norman, but, hey, he did a good job on Des. Give them credit what credit is due, you know. But I don't think they're going to go undefeated, first of all. They're going to lose a game before the end of the, the season, mark my words. And I don't think they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm saying it now, okay. Anybody can come out now when a team is 11-0 and, and say they're going to the Super Bowl. You know, I'm telling you they're not going to the Super Bowl. Whether they get home field advantage or not, they're not going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to tell you one main reason why. I'm going to tell you one main reason why. <clears throat> I was talking with a friend of mine who's a Redskin fan. I saw the picture. I saw the pose, but I didn't know when it happened. But when they were whooping up on the Redskins last weekend, um, and there's a pose, there's a little there's a, a little camera shot of Cam and four of the players doing a pose, right? Um the the, the pose was done ten minutes with ten minutes to go in the game. Now why are you on the sideline posing and taking pictures in a professional football game with 10 minutes to go? I know you, you were whooping up on them, but, but you're in a game. The grown men out there playing. Why would you do that 10 minutes to go? See, this guy, I'm tell, I'm to, I told you guys, this guy is falling back in his old habits. He's getting arrogant, he's getting cocky, he's forgetting about the car accident he had a year ago that almost took his life, and frankly, had he not been a superstar athlete, who knows where he'd be today. He's forgetting all that humbleness he had last year that got him excited to play the game, that brought him back into this game with a focus, had them win four straight down the stretch, make it, win their division, make it into the playoffs. He's forgetting that person. They done won how many in a row? They got 11 for 15 games in a row, regular season games in a row. They read in the press, last undefeated team in the NFL. Came in the Cowboy Stadium, whooped up on America's team. I get it. But really? Yeah, well, you, Peyton Manning's been 11-0 how many times in his career? Would you ever see Peyton Manning on the sideline posing? Tom Brady's been 11-0 how many times? 16-0 once. Drew Brees has been 11-0 at least once that I'm aware of. 9-0 another time. Would you ever see Drew Brees on the side doing that? So this guy wants to be considered elite, wants to be put in that category, but he ain't acting like it. Matter of fact, no is he not acting like it. He's doing stuff that other lesser talented quarterbacks would get in trouble for. You imagine Johnny Manziel
2: doing something like that? RG3 doing something like that?
1: So I'm telling you, it's going to catch up to him. Think I'm crazy? Yeah.
0: Watch.
3: I I just look at him enjoying what has been an incredible season for him and for the team, and enjoying that moment with his team. It's not like he's doing it by himself on the sideline. He's, doing he's it leading it.
1: Nah, he's leading it. It, yeah. it, it, it. He's leading it. He's leading the disrespect. Not only is he being disrespectful, but he's bringing the teammates with him and say, "Come on, ten minutes to go in the game. Let's do this. Let's do this pose, guys. Let's pose this for the camera." What? Can you imagine Bill Belichick allowing that on his sidelines? Bill Parcells. Train, am I wrong? Train, you 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 you, you like you you know you, you like to to correct me if I'm wrong. Am I reading this wrong? Holler at me, Train.
4: Um You are entitled to your opinion. Um I don't wanna necessarily say you're reading wrong. I just think it's uh is very critical speculation. Um from my point of view, I think he's having fun. Um, I do, I definitely do get your point about it being 10 minutes remaining in the game. It's just a sign of just, respecting the fact that you got a lot of game left. We've seen some of the craziest things happen in 10 minutes. So I get that. What I do disagree with you with is uh, saying that he's forgot what he's been through. He's forgotten his accident and all that, and that, he, that he's he's lacking humility because we can't, we, none of us can really say that. We don't know that for sure. We don't know what that accident did to him because we're not him, but we do know it changed him. I don't see it as him forgetting. Um, I do see him having a ton of fun, and I will never take that from a player, but I will really agree with you that there may be some things here and there that, hey, you know, tone it, tone, tone it back, turn it back a bit. You know, you want to take a picture, that's cool, but let the game be over, or let the game be in the last, you know, a couple of minutes where you know you 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 got it. So that like 10 minutes is, is a lot of game left uh, to be pre-celebrating. It was a of pre-celebration, but um.
1: Well, I'll he give he you this. You're a, right. I don't know what's in his head, but I know that his actions now are different than his actions a year ago. You know, I know that what yeah. he's showing us as the leader of that team now, is different than it was a year ago. And having mm-hmm. fun is fine. Do your little dance, dancing. You know, I didn't say anything about the dance he did in the end zone when he scored. Right. Hey, we didn't stop you. Do your dance. Not going to complain about that. You you earned that right to do your dance in the end zone. Okay? You got it, bruh. No problem. But I'm, when I'm what, what, what I'm watching is a little too much bravado. You ain't won nothing yet, dude. Right. That's very true. I I mean, and and, and that's my point. When we're talking elite in the NFL and we're talking leaders, team leaders that are elite, can you imagine? Let's talk about a guy that we all respect. We've talked about Ray Lewis, right? And we all talked about Ray Lewis, right? Can you imagine if Ray Lewis was on that team? Do you think Ray Lewis would go for that? Do you think Ray Lewis would – Turn his back while Cam and three, uh, I'm sorry, one, two, four other teammates were posing and doing their little pose with 10 minutes to go in the game. Ray Lewis, do you guys think he, he's a Super Bowl champion? No, no. Hall of Famer, right? No, I
4: mean, He definitely had his pregame dance
3: that he did, and some people criticize that pre-game. too. So.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Pre-game. Everybody does something to get hype pre game Drew Brees, you know, who that and all that. Everybody, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, what time is it? Game time, right? Everybody mm-hmm. has, you
2: know, that's okay. you get
0: hyped
5: for the game. Was that? Just throwing up the powder before the game, LeBron does it thing. That's, that's okay. During
1: the game, you score. You make a great play. Yeah, high five and dap and chest bumping and all of that. Hey, that's cool. But when you sit there and say, Okay, and this is this is what – now, this was I, – I didn't know this part of it. I'm telling you, my buddy who's a Redskin fan gave me this. He said – because we were talking, you know, and I was like, man, I I, I think these guys, they, they, they too much – they too full of themselves. And he said, you know what? Me and my brothers, brother's a Redskins fan. saying the exact same thing, and then he told me the story about how Cam orchestrated this. So at 10 minutes, here's what we're going to do. Now, I just think there's having fun feeling good about the season, feeling good about the team, and then there's too too much bravado. And, you know, if I know that sitting here in Bristol, Connecticut, if y'all know that, what do you think? You think the other five teams they got to play don't know that? You don't think you're not just giving them just a little bit, which is fine, right? But I'm saying is, Cam, you ain't won nothing yet, bruh. You ain't, you know, you, you know just sh-
3: sh- slow,
1: turn it. Turn it down. You have everything going your way right now. You got a weak schedule. You have a strong chance of being the home team, home field advantage through the playoffs. And all you got to do is just keep doing what you've been doing. You got a superstar defense. Lights out. Just relax. Go ahead and enjoy yourself. But tone it down, man, because I'm telling you. Mark my words. You guys sit there and say, well, I don't believe. Okay, you ain't got to believe the omniscient one, Commissioner T. But I'm telling you guys, I think it's going to come back and bite them. I think it's going to come back and bite them. All right. Um, you know, listen, and and, and I, I thought long and hard about this other thing I'm going to say. And um, I'm happy that they didn't put Romo on IR. And, you know, for a little while after the game, I said, it's over, the season's over, we're done. You know, I was down. And then I read an article on uh, Cowboys.com by Mickey Spagnola, And um, he said, you know, do you think the team is going to quit? And I'm like thinking, nah, the team ain't going to quit. Do you think the owner and the coaching staff is going to quit? Nah, they're not going to quit. So why are the fans quitting? You know, we, we are actually two games out of first place still. We are actually, I mean, I mean. think about this. We just talked about the Bears having a chance three games out, right? Three games out of first place in their division, right? We talked about the Steelers. We're going to talk about them some more, right? Three games out of first place in their division. Cowboys are two games out of first place and have two games to play with the team that is in first place. Now, you can say lost seven in a row, Romo's gone. I get all that. I get all that. But I ain't throwing in the towel yet, man. I ain't throwing in the towel, you know. And 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 here's why: eight losses this year, two against undefeated teams, in which we really didn't have a, sh- a chance in either game. Patriots played good in the first half and then fell apart. Panthers, eh, you know, about a quarter and a half, uh, you know, and then and, and it just got away. Okay, these are arguably the two best teams in the NFL, arguably. The other six losses could have been wins. They weren't, but they could have been. Had leads in all of them. Two winning in the overtime. Lost. You know. So so when I look at this team, I say, well, okay, three and eight could have been nine and two. Wasn't. Could have been. Could have been five and six. Could have been six and five. You know, they played that well where these games were re- within reach. Now, what if Matt Castle says, "It's my team now." You know, I, I don't think they're gonna bring Tony back in, which is a safe assumption. Even though they didn't put him on IR, I think it's a safe assumption they don't wanna re injure that collarbone a third time. So Castle is your team. And what if something starts to click and I'm looking at the schedule and I'm seeing Green Bay, which ain't the same Green Bay, and I'm seeing the Jets and I'm seeing uh Washington twice, I'm thinking you know, and here's the last thing. Here's the last thing. Anybody out there thinks I'm crazy. You know, Eight and eight could win that division. The Cowboys would need to win out to get to eight and eight, but eight and eight could win that division. If hypothetically all four teams finished at eight and eight, Dallas wins the division based on tiebreakers. I already did the numbers. They would win the
5: division. And, and see, I'm glad you went there because that's the one thing that I've been looking at too. As weak as that division is, the one saving grace that the Cowboys have right now is that divisional record. And the only team with a winning record right now, division-wise, is Redskins at two and one. And obviously, Cowboys beat them twice. They're at two and three. Just on that alone, nobody wants to win the division. Nobody wants the season. The Giants had the opportunity. We talked about this probably a month and a half ago about teams that will scare you going into the the the, the second half of the season. And the Giants have been there. We talk about Cowboys should have won those six close games. A lot, a lot of things can be said about the Giants winning these or losing these four games that they should have won, but they haven't done it. The Eagles, they're a hot mess. The last 16 games, the Chip Kelly, 6-10. and 10. What does that tell you? So it's right there for the taking if, they, if the Cowboys can get on a roll and, like you said, quick. The one thing that saves them is that divisional record. That's the one thing that they can really push for and try and – Galvanize themselves around in order to get to the top of that division because obviously it's going to take off in that division.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think it starts on Monday. I mean, I've said it all along: you, you one play at a time, one drive at a time, one quarter at a time, one game at a time. You can't win five if you don't win one, and they got to go into Washington and get a win next Monday night. I mean, with, you know, that,
0: that, that's, that's
5: must. Yeah. That, that's a must win. See, I mean, if, they, if they don't win that game, if they don't win that game at Washington, then they might go well forget it. They're not going. They're not going to take the division. to yeah, win that it's done.
1: They lose that right. one, they're now three games behind Washington with four to play. Forget about it. It's done. You know, right. you win it, you move to a game behind Washington, and we got to see what the Giants and Philly do. But you know, you, you you're right in the mix. You're right in the middle of it. So it's it's. As horrible as the season has been and as many adversities as the Cowboys have hit, they're in a situation where they are closer to first place than K-Star Steelers and Trains Bears, which is is remarkable to even say that. But it's true.
5: So remarkable and sad all at the same time.
1: Well, it just shows the state of the division. The division is horrible. I mean, it is. It's it's and it's,
5: and the, Giants, the Giants did us a huge favor by rolling over against the Skins because that's the one game I was looking at. I'm like, boy, if the Giants win, it's really not going to look good for, for for the boys. But with them losing, Redskins win, and only two games separate bottom from the top with five games left, and they've got two games against Washington. I'm like, anything's possible. This is, this is not even a homer hat. This is just a, a, a football fan who likes numbers anything is still possible. Lose against Washington, well, then forget it. But right now, on December 1st at 9.50 p.m. Eastern time, anything is possible.
1: Yeah, I I absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, all right. Um, you know, we are a sports show. And while we do focus on football, I think it's only right that we touch on a, a mega sports story that um, – you know i mean we're all basketball fans uh, on this show and i think that it's uh important to you know to kind of make a quick little comment on kobe bryant um you know kobe bryant has announced that at the end of the season he will retire um i think that I, I don't think that comes as a big surprise to anyone who follows basketball um you know i don't i don't i think it's pretty clear that his you know his his body hasn't you know, over the last few years, he's had multiple injuries. Um, and then on top of it, the team around him is terrible. I mean, so there's really, you know, it's not like he's playing with, you know, it's not like when LeBron had Wade or when he had Shaq or, you know, he's not playing with any superstars. It's, you know, there's nothing really left. There's, there's, the motivation on his level at this point has got to be little to none other than just pride. They're two and fourteen, two and fifteen, whatever they are. Um, so he's making a he's making a good decision to uh, to leave. Um, but so we won't discuss the decision. I think it's pretty clear. You know, he's been playing twenty years, which is an a NBA record twenty years with one team. Um, but I just you know a lot of talk about where Kobe ranks in history. And I was wondering what you guys thought, you know, however you want to phrase it. But you know, historically, where would you place Kobe's legacy in, in the history of the NBA? And let uh, will start with JB. You know, what, what, what would you say?
5: Well, well, first off, I mean, let's let's back up a minute. Twenty seasons in the league is by far and away extremely impressive. Twenty seasons in the league with one team is. Absolutely absurd, so you have to tip your cap to him for that, the longevity to to stick with one franchise when you see folks that three, four years they're gone or even three, four months they're gone, 20 years. Next, do the 37, so do the math. He's been playing basketball for one team more than half his life. I mean, just that phrase alone should make people shaking their boots a bit. So as far as where he stands overall, he's a top 15 of all time, maybe even a top 10. I even say possibly a top five. When you look at the accomplishments that he's had, it's it's arguable that he can be a top five all time, regardless of position. And a lot of comparisons have always been made to him and Jordan. Him and Jordan it's legitimate comparisons. I remember back in the day when, uh, and and you remember, Harold Miner coming out of USC. Everybody, oh, that's the next Jordan. Yeah, okay. See how fast he fizzled out. But you look at Kobe and you look at the desire to win, the, the intensity the hunger, the passion, the drive. A lot of people say he's not a good teammate. Well, I mean, the dude did the championships. Who cares? Jordan wasn't the best of teammates, ever. Look at what he did. So the similarities between the two and how they play is, is, is almost mirror image of one another, about the same height, same build, uh, the same tenacity. So, I, 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 there's, there's not enough accolades or ways to describe him in a positive manner that I could think of. So, 20 years—I think he's had his time. It's time for him to, to move on. He's, he's a great player. Is a, a detriment It's actually—it's not saying enough. So, um Time, time to lace him up, put him up because the time remains undefeated. But whoa, what a hell of a player!
1: Dr. Train, I know you're a basketball fan. Your thoughts on Kobe?
4: Well, I uh, honestly think he should have made the move there, if not two years ago, to very at least a year ago. But, hey, I can understand when you're passionate about something and you think you still got it, you stay in there. I'll put him, um, I, I, I agree, JB, top 10, top 15. Uh, probably more than likely stay top 10 for me. Dude has had an amazing career, and he still played ball when you were able to use your forearm in the guard. You know, you able to still get a little physical. Not this. uh, I don't know what they've done to the sport at this point. You can barely touch a dude without uh, uh, without them without them blowing that whistle. But yeah, Yeah, and and as far as you know, I, I don't know why he couldn't get players to come out here, but. Is it? I, I feel like it's, it's something behind it. I know the mistake. I know where LA made their mistake is not bringing Phil Jackson back when they had a the chance to. I mm-hmm. think that would have uh, that would have led for a good run when they had the White Paul Gasol, Kobe Bryant, and uh, Steve Nash there. You got to bring a coach that can handle nickname um, mm-hmm. players like that, and for them and and for. Uh, Genius brother, whatever it is, whatever a little bus to to step in and be an idiot, uh, pretty much costed LA. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, and on that note, you need a coach that's going to get the best out of Dwight Howard because what a disappointment Dwight Howard is overall. It, 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 you know that that guy has the talent to be a, an insane center power forward, if you will, and just still doesn't doesn't consistently. Um, play to that level, superstar level. He just doesn't. And a Phil Jackson could have gotten that out of him, I believe. But anyway, um,
3: K-Star, thoughts on Kobe? <clears throat> yeah,
0: um,
3: probably a year too late. But He's one of the greatest to play. Um, I don't really know where to rake him. I'm not like the biggest basketball fan of all time, but I definitely like the sport a lot. So, I mean... I would say top ten, but you know, I know some people put him higher than that. I'm not really sure if that's fair or not to some of the old all-time greats, but uh, he uh, he was he was a, a guy that I really appreciated when watching him because he put his body on the line. He gave you everything he had, and he was just a guy that had that killer instinct, man, and I just had so much respect for him um, because he was just a guy that was just, you know, he, he reminded me of Jordan and, and his mindset, and uh, he was just on a watch. Mm, okay.
1: Um, my last words, you know, on Kobe, you know, is two. One is there was a reason why he had a hard time getting people to come to LA down the stretch. Keep that in mind. But you guys kind of made my last point, my very last point on Kobe. Kobe, he will always be in a shadow of Michael Jordan. Jay, half of everything Jay said was in comparison, comparing him to Michael. And even K-Star just said, you know, um, the, the comparison to Michael. Dr. Train didn't really say it, but he, he alluded to it, you know. Um, Kobe, his game was similar to Michael. His, his, you know, the fadeaway jumper and, and you know, uh, there it, it, it was just so much of Jordan in his game. And I think while he excelled to be great, um, the problem is he played through part of the Jordan era, and he couldn't get that sixth ring that he wanted so desperately to try to put himself on that level with Michael. He was in seven finals where Michael was six for six, Kobe was in seven and got five out of the seven. So he had two chances and couldn't pull it through. Um, and I, and I honestly think while he will be a hall of famer, there's no doubt about it. And there will always be debates on where he sits in, in all time, you know, great players. Um, but I don't think you're going to find a lot of people putting him in for, for someone that we can all agree that was as close to Michael, as we will see, you won't see him number two to Michael. (laughs) You just not going to see that. He's not going to be in many people's top five. And I think a lot of that is because we've seen this before, and his name is Michael Jordan. So you're not showing us anything really that we didn't already just see with Michael. You know, the last-minute shots, the dunking, the defense, the passion. the deter- That's everything Michael Jordan was. It's just this guy named Kobe Bryant doing it. And, and while I respect the fact that he had the talent to do it, to be to that level, to go to the Olympics and all that. I mean, he had the talent, you you know, a lot of people, Jay hit on it, Harold minor. I remember that Jay and I used to laugh about that baby Jordan and stuff, you know? Um, so a lot of people came out of, out of high school or college talking about the next Jordan the next Jordan and then fizzled out. Um, he actually lived up to the hype even though he didn't want that mantle it was very clear to say, no, I'm just going to be the first Gobi. Didn't really want the comparisons. But the problem is when your game is so similar to that guy who is widely considered the greatest ever, there's really not there's really nothing he could he did everything he could to try to get out of that shadow and it just it, it the shadows do great and it's sad because Kobe is that damn good <laughs> it is sad his resume can stand on its own, and you can legitimately say you know if someone said to me five greatest players and put Kobe in there. I can't argue that. I can't argue that at all. If, but the problem is because there's a Michael who was an all-time great at a two guard position. Kobe's not going to be put there. Kobe will be in the top 10, top 15. You know, they'll say he might be considered the second greatest two guard ever to play behind Michael Jordan. But when you're looking at top 5, you're always going to hear the same names. You're going to hear Jordan, you're going to hear Magic, some people gonna throw Bird in there. Um, Duncan might get thrown in there. Russell or Chamberlain, depending on your era. Shaq may get thrown in there because next to next to Russell, I'm sorry, next to Chamberlain, Shaq was probably the most unstoppable center I ever played a game. Jabbar. I mean, there's a lot of guys that you can put in there in your top five before you get to Kobe, and no one's gonna argue with you. So that's the problem. If there had not been a Jordan. We would be saying Kobe is the greatest to ever play this game. 20 years at one team, third all time scoring, five NBA rings, MVPs, all stars, first team. We'd be saying Kobe's the greatest to ever play this game. Unfortunately for Kobe, we've seen this act before. And I feel kind of bad for him on that level to be as great as he was for as long as he was. And he's always going to be considered, "Eh, yeah, you just little Michael, bro. You just, you you know, (laughs) you you didn't quite get there. Good try. Nice try. (laughs) But here, here, take this rocking chair off to retirement. (laughs) That's actually, that actually, when Dr. J retired, he announced that he was retiring. And uh, when he went to Boston, they gave him a rocking chair, (laughs) which, you know, I'll never forget. But anyway, all right. Back to football. Let's talk Steelers. Let's get K-Star going here. Um Listen, you, you know, I got it. I, I, see, unlike UK Star, I, give, I can give credit where credit is due. And even though your Steelers lost that game, I was very impressed. Um, I, I will say I was more impressed with your support wide receivers than your superstar. Uh, Sherman did a pretty good job on your superstar, but um, Whedon got off. I mean,. That's the kind of yeah, weed we, need. we need. That we need that Whedon in Dallas, not that other guy that throws the ball. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: damn, damn Skippy. Um, but that said, though, I, 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 it is, it is becoming. Ben is making it very hard for me to keep him out of the Four Horsemen. I got to be honest. I got to be honest. He's making it hard because Breeze is up and down. Rodgers is up and down. Peyton is sitting on the sideline. The only one that's really solidifying his position. This year is Tom Brady. Peyton's sitting on the sideline, and we're going to talk about the Peyton-Brock controversy, but he's sitting on the sideline not having a great year, and now Brock comes in and wins against the Patriots. So now I'm sitting on my heels talking about, wait a minute, I just I just sit up here and defended Peyton Manning, but, damn, I don't know how far I can go with that now. And Breeze is up and down, didn't even throw a touchdown in the last game. Rodgers is one and four in his last five games as quarterback, and – you know, I, I, I I'm I'm thinking. You know, train. We may have to rethink the four horsemen, bro. I I'm I'm just saying. Ben is is. I mean, I watched that game. Neither team defense really did much of anything, but man, your boy looked good. Even in that loss, he he looked he good. He, he four hundred. He throw four hundred yards.
3: Yeah, he threw uh, four hundred fifty.
1: Yeah. Um. But talk to me about, you know, how you see, I mean, we all saw the game, so I don't really get into the game. It was a good game, a really good game. But, you know, now, I mean, you know, you're at a situation where um, you're you're now on the outside of the wild card race looking in because you lost. Um, Division's probably, you know, five games to go, you're three behind. It's not impossible, but it's going to be tough to get the division at this point. Um, talk to him about what you see for playoffs with the Steelers and talk to us about Ben. He's got, uh, some sort of ocular migraine and some, he's in a concussion protocol. He self-reported, which kind of surprised me, but I mean, it must show he's a tough dude. So it must've shown how much pain he was in. So talk to us about Ben and, and your playoff chances here.
3: Yeah. Um, playoff chances I still feel really good about as far as wild card goes. Um, You know we're kind of in a just a a a pack, a a bunched up with four other teams at six and five with the Chiefs, uh, with the Colts, with the Texans, and with the Jets. But you know one of those teams between the Texans and Colts are going to win that or uh, that division, which means really it's just between the Chiefs, the uh, again whichever teams left the Texans or the Colts and the Jets. So feel pretty. Pretty good, because the Steelers play the Colts at home on Sunday night, and Ben is expected to play. Um, yeah, he checked himself out, and as it turned out, he definitely had a concussion. I don't know if you got solved that replay of the hit, but it was pretty bad. Michael Bennett just mashed his face, and that guy's a beast, and, and uh, that looked like a pretty bad, pretty bad hit. But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm not really concerned as far as wild card goes. I think that's definitely in play. I think that's very likely because I just think that um you know, although it was a loss I mean the offense played terrific and that by far and away it was the worst defensive game we played in uh, really all season. And um I think it was just kind of the product of the matchup and just you know that that Sunday, that game. And uh so we play the we played the Colts. Um I believe we play uh the I don't have the schedule Do you guys have the schedule pulled up in front of you by chance for the Steelers? Uh my, my internet yeah. is not reacting yeah, very can, well. I
1: get it. I get I can get it. I get at it. My internet is my, internet is my internet shop shop tonight, bruh. Yeah, you got, you got it. uh I didn't okay,
0: got, right. it. I got
3: it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like we have one just finally responded. Um Home Against NB... You know, S thats the game really to look out for. Uh, we got a tough one at home against Denver, and then at Baltimore, at Cleveland. So I like—I like her schedule. I like her chances. And um,
0: you know, yeah, it really,
3: I think a wild card.
0: The, the, yeah, these, I yeah, these games are gimmies, man. Right?
3: Well, I think the Ravens and the Browns are gimmies. Um, I don't know if you to watched the Monday Night game, but I mean, it was a disaster piece. It was an entertainment. Uh, that's for sure. It was like watching the Jerry Springer episode where, like, people were trying to find out who the baby daddy was, and there was 10 different baby dads, and, you know, and then the results came in, and people just punch each other in the face. That's kind of what the uh, Ravens-Browns game was the other night. And, Ravens, I mean, I think those Ravens, two are give
1: The Ravens beat y'all earlier this year, and you're saying it's a gimme. They beat on, y'all. Man.
3: Well,
1: I mean, I mean. No, I know. I'm just
3: saying the injury. So many different things have changed since then with personnel.
1: Yeah, I
3: know. Um, the they've
5: Ravens had
1: some of the Ravens are beat up pretty good by now, but I mean, I'm you know I'm just saying I'm, yeah. you know,
5: I'm I could have sworn about like, two, or three weeks ago we were talking about rivalry games and we also said throw the records out the window when it's a rivalry game doesn't matter who's hurt, who's playing, it's a rivalry game. In case I thought you're the one that said Steelers you know, against the the Ravens they hate each other, so it shouldn't matter yeah. who's on the field. Right? It shouldn't matter who's on the field. banged up or not. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. So I don't I wouldn't say that to gimme at any stretch.
3: I mean, they're not gonna sweep the Steelers. not that I just nah. I mean maybe it'll be lower scoring. Me and other Raggers will have some fight. I just I mean, do you guys really think that's a, a game in which should Steelers
4: may lose? Maybe the uh, biggest yeah. question
3: is
0: Well can Star,
4: they're not the, saying it? They're not saying they're not saying the Steelers lose. They're just saying it's not a it's not. A game. Yeah, okay. I don't think either one of them will pick will pick the the Ravens over you guys, considering the number of injuries the Ravens got. But if, like you said, if you talk about a rivalry game like you just saw this past Thanksgiving, you know, make sure you took notes on that. That was a rivalry game. They <laughs> didn't know what a rivalry was. Um, yeah, it don't matter who hurt. You know, the you know, team's going to fight. So hopefully you caught that rivalry game that's been in the league since his birth this past weekend so that when you play the Ravens, you know, you'll see whether it's your rivalry something like that. I don't think it is, but, hey, you can compare it and take notes for yourself. But that was a rivalry game this weekend in case you didn't you know, well, I, uh, I like what you did. I see, I see what you did there. I yeah. listen to you all. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you, I see
3: what, you, I see what you, you, know. you did there, but as as T, at, yeah, as T pointed out earlier, that rivalry game we had with the Ravens already, we had a loss. You know the Ravens are ass this year. Oh so, my god! Um, there we go. Um, yeah,
0: no, but, but as far as offense goes, you know the offense went at
3: there high level. Big Ben doing his thing. I so, can't.
1: Oh, that was for Dr. Straight. Boy, that was good, man. I'm over here crying. I didn't I
3: crazy. It's crazy the Bears the Bears win the first game at Lambo in like ten plus years and now we got We got we got we got trained doing Cam Newton poses. Now I, mean, I told you
4: sure. I was going to bring the noise tonight. You might as well go and just suck it up. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's fair. Oh, my God. Well, he was the only one to get a win this weekend. So, I mean, you know, yeah. the went down. The Cowboys they didn't even show up. Uh, the Bears did get a win. So, I mean, as you as you posted, go ahead and swag out, bro. He got it this week. Yeah. He got it. Mm-hmm. He got it. <laughs> but his point on Robert McHane his point on robbery games, as humorous as he, as it was, he, he, you know, and I think that's the point is I think he, I think train hit it right on the head. Um, I'm just, when I look at your schedule, um, and you know, we're going to talk about Indy and Denver in a minute because we got quarterback issues in both places. Um, but both teams are winning. Um, Cincinnati, we know what Cincinnati has done. Um, their record, um, and in Baltimore and Cleveland, you would like to think that those are two winnable games, and I believe they are, but they're also division games, which means, you know, uh, Matt Schaub is playing for a contract because obviously he was down in Houston and just, just the, the, you know, his last several games down there was a mess. So now he, he I mean, it's Flacco's team. He ain't going to, you know, he ain't going to replace Flacco, but he wants to be able to go somewhere else and say, hey, I can take your team to the promised land. Um, Cleveland, you know, same thing, right? I think by then, you, your boy Manziel might be back at starting. He might be starting again. He might have re-earned since we know he got demoted because he lied, dumbass. Um, so he might. And, and he, you know, he's playing. These guys are playing for something as well. So it's not like they're just going to roll over. And the division games, and they're home. So I'm saying, I'm not saying you guys ain't got a shot, because I was, I'll be honest, K-Star, I'm giving you credit, thoroughly impressed with your offense against what I consider to still be a pretty good Seattle defense. They ain't what they were. They're not what they were. But they're still a pretty good defense. And y'all put up 30 on them, been through for 450, Wheaton got off, you know, what's his name, Bryant didn't have, or I mean, um, Brown didn't have, you know, a stellar game, but but overall, man, y'all's looking – your offense is looking tight. So I'm saying, yeah, based on that, I think you guys do have a chance, but it ain't going to
0: be easy, you know.
5: Mm-mm. And I echo the same sentiment. I'm not saying that they're going to lose and, and, and it's, call it a wrap. I'm just saying it's not going to be a cakewalk when you got three out of your next five on the road. And those three games that are on the road are against divisional opponents. So uh, they have the work cut out for them nonetheless, and I agree with T. Offense is looking great. They they took, they they impressed me also. Putting thirty up on Seattle, uh, in Seattle, that yeah. that was impressive. But, but again, it they they have a a, a hill to climb, especially with Berger being a little dinged up. He, he may play. He may not play. We'll see. Hey um, Jack. Hey Jerry still alive? Yeah. What's the
1: what's the what's the quarterback's name again?
0: Roethlisberger. Raffles lifts burger. Okay, that's a
1: that's an inside to
0: <laughs> me and J. <Jay>. Anyway.
5: <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going there.
1: I um, knew where I was going with. You. All right,
5: good. ahead. definitely definitely, So so Kesa, I don't think anyone's saying that, that you're wrong in in terms of oh, they're gonna lose. I'm not gonna say Pittsburgh's gonna be Baltimore right now. I can't say that just yet because a lot of football left in between now and then. Some teams can, can get banged up even worse. Some teams can get healthy quick. So that's a December 27 game. I'm not going to go that far just yet. All I'm saying is these five games that I'm seeing aren't c-block. That's all I'm saying.
3: Right. I agree. We agree. We agree.
1: Um, all right. Um, you know, as we look around the league and we look at divisions, uh, AFC East, even though the Patriots took a tough loss, I, you know, it's pretty safe they're going to run away with it. AFC North – Bengals are up 3. Steelers have a shot, um but it's going to be a tough to to get the division, so more like a wild card there. Uh AFC West, Kansas City's um they're surging, you know, they've won 5 in a row. Um we're going to talk about Denver in a second, but could it be too little too late? They're still 3 games behind Denver with 5 to go. Again, um you go down to NFC South, I mean, you know, the Panthers are well, went away from clinching the division. Um and, and and Atlanta like Green Bay, I mean they must have both been drinking the same, you know, water because one and four in their last five games. I mean, these were two teams that we had in our top five for par rankings, uh and they've they've just tanked out. Um and NFC West, um, Arizona's won five in a row, Seattle is on a surge. But still, is it too little, too late? It just, teams are making it interesting. But with five games to go, if you're three games out, it's really going to be tough. Two games, even two games isn't, you know, no guarantee. But three games out, and then we have that in the NFC West with Seattle being three behind um, Arizona. We've got Kansas City three behind Denver. We've got the Steelers three behind um, Cincinnati. So it's going to be tough. Um, But. You know, AFC South, we've got the Colts and the, the surging Houston Texans who I said at the beginning of the season I was impressed with their hard knocks. They started off like crap, but now they're at least making me out to be who I am, the omniscient one, um, as they're 6-5 and five and they're battling for the division. But let me, let me go to Dr. Train on this and, and answer any way you want. We've got two situations here where we've got the Colts. With a franchise quarterback Andrew luck, but Hasselbeck, I believe is three and oh this year with luck the starting games with luck on the sideline. I believe he's three and oh maybe four and oh, but definitely three and o was that four and oh okay, 4-0. thank you four and oh okay in Denver we've got an injured Peyton Manning and Brock oxweiler, whatever his name is, comes in, and you know he beats. Or, or or you know leads the team that down the stretch made the plays to beat the undefeated New England Patriots um you know do we have quarterback controversies in these cities in your opinion or when the starters are healthy will they take their team back Denver and Indianapolis Dr. Train what do you think
4: um i i think they'll take end up taking their teams back I just don't think there's a. Let's take taking Indianapolis first. There, there's, I don't consider it a quarterback controversy there because really Andrew Luck is your future quarterback. So, understanding he's not playing his best ball right now, and you do have a backup that's pretty much, um, the team has been undefeated when he's played. Um, but at the same time, you know. And Andrew Look does have a does have somewhat of a history of playing well. He's he's played in the playoffs and he's played down the stretch. So I don't I don't think there's a quarterback controversy there at all. Uh and as far as as far as uh Denver is concerned, yeah, Oswald I'm taking another from them. Another another solid game solid game. You know, nah you're not gonna see anything spectacular but sometimes you don't you know, you don't need to be spectacular to win. You just need to play well. And he doesn't. Yeah, he just he just doesn't turn the ball over, and I I give him, you know, and he didn't really throw any, you know, willy nilly passes that you could just easily intercept. So, and the other thing that helps him out again is you know, solid. They were able to run the ball against him, and so that that help any young quarterback. But once again, no quarterback. I don't think there's a quarterback controversy because when you start talking playoffs, you start talking a different animal. And I think people would rather see Peyton Manning than have Oswald as their quarterback. Maybe I'm wrong, but that would be my pick. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, K Star, same question. Quarterback controversy mm-hmm. or the starters going to take their teams back?
3: Thinking Indy. Luck will take the team back. As he's just the franchise guy, you know. And I don't think the Colts have really legitimate play, or, uh, Super Bowl aspirations regardless, but that even Denver does. And for the second straight week, he's played pretty well. Brock Osweiler has. and I don't see how you can put him back on the bench when, you know, uh, they've been playing well with him uh, and their their running game's gotten going. gotten off offer the second straight week and um, I don't think it's a coincidence has to do with Brock Osweiler at the helm. And most importantly, he's not turning the ball over. And that's, you know, train, I mean, you said it yourself. That's kind of all that Denver is asking for, and, and we talked about last week that Peyton's leading the league in interceptions. So
0: uh,
3: I just don't see how they can take Brock out. When I mean, again, this guy just beat New England. I mean, obviously not by himself, but I, I really don't think it's a fluke that running is finally getting going with Brock Osweiler at, at, at QB. And uh, you know, how do you take that out? I mean, how do you take him take him out the game when? You know, it seems like the team, Denver, has responded really well to him. And, you know, I, I think they have more of a chance in winning. I know it sounds crazy because it's freaking Brock Osweiler. Um, But I think they have a better chance in going further in the playoffs and having an actual chance to roll with, with Brock or Peyton. And that's simply because it's not the Peyton we're used to seeing. It's just, it's not Peyton Manning anymore. You know, we got to let that ghost go. It's not him. It's, It's a turnover-prone quarterback at this stage of his career. It's almost like Brett Favre, in a way, his last year in Minnesota, he was turning the ball over to high clip, and he played one more year too late. And, um, I mean, I'm not trying to pick up Hayden any more than I have, but I just don't see how you can bench Brock Osweiler right now.
1: So, and what did you say about Luck?
3: Uh, I said for him that he probably will, that he needs to get back in the game, or, yeah, on the field for them because he's there. You know, franchise guy, and he's younger, and I don't think they're a team that has several aspirations, legitimate ones, anyway, this season.
0: Okay.
3: Okay.
1: JB, so we've got Train saying both the starters will take their jobs back. K Star splitting and saying Luck will go back in, but he he don't he doesn't see if as long as Brock keeps winning, he thinks this may be Brock's job. What are your thoughts?
5: Uh, as far as Indianapolis goes, I, I kind of disagree there, K Star. Every single team out there is trying to get to the Super Bowl, and I think especially with the Colts, with Luck as their cornerstone, they're definitely eyeing for the, the getting to the playoffs and going to the Super Bowl. That's Luck's team, so when he gets healthy, he's going to be the one taking the reins back. Broncos is a little bit of a different story, though. Um, when, when, when Peyton's back, he's going to be healthy. But one thing I do remember is when he came back from having a week off, he played one heck of a game. So we have to keep in mind Peyton's been playing pretty much hurt the majority of the season. And he's got the experience that Brock Oswald just simply doesn't have. So when it comes time for the playoffs, which Broncos for all intents and purposes are going to be in it, uh, it's, uh, how do you sit down all that knowledge and have it sit on the bench where he's seen everything, been through everything, and Osweiler has it, So – it brought the heir apparent possibly. I, I just don't I can't see I can't see Man being a healthy bench, a healthy scratch. I just can't see it. So I, I think both both try to take the teams back.
1: Well I um interesting.
4: Uh th- playoffs don't talk about it. playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs?
3: Hmm. Um uh, hey hey T before before you Going on that, you know that clip. I, and that thing is actually kind of funny because of uh, who we're talking about. That clip, that Jim Mora, that famous mm-hmm. infamous playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his quarterback at the time was actually was Peyton Manning. He wasn't been playing very well. Uh, I yes. just want to throw it out there. Yeah. And 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 your point is what? Oh,
0: you didn't <laughs> have one. Sure. That's true. Sure. That's thing is he's, yeah. well,
3: yeah. he's not a good <laughs> playoff quarterback.
1: Yeah. Um. In Denver, Peyton should it should be Peyton's team. Um. This may be Peyton's last year far as you know um and you know he has been hurt he has not played well and I think a lot of it is the fact that he has been hurt um if he's healthy you've got to put Peyton Manning out there I I just you know the guy had this guy had a good win um defense played well um he made some plays down the stretch but that ain't enough to give him the team and have your legend sitting on the on the, on the the bench. I just think you got to go with Peyton. If you're trying to win a Super Bowl, go with a guy that's been there and done it, not with a guy that doesn't have any idea what he's about to walk into. Um, you know, if it's an AFC championship game, and regardless of whether it's in Denver or it's in New England, who do you want to go up against Tom Brady? Peyton Manning or Brock Osweiler? Because I'm going to tell you, Brock got him once. He ain't going to get him a second time. That ain't going to happen. Peyton ain't going. It, it will not happen. Um, and, and frankly, if you watch the game, you, you have to say to yourself, how much of it was Brock and how much of it were the refs. I'm just going to leave that right there. Um, the refs have just that's been the ar- and the refs have just been atrocious this year. This um,
0: year,
4: bad, 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 bad. bad.
1: Um, however, in Indy, I, I, I would leave Hasselbeck in four and zero versus two and five. I'd leave him in. I would say, Andrew, I gotta go with the high hand, baby. You know, get healthy, get ready. You know, you, you, you might you you know, I'm not saying you're done for the year, you are back up, but right now we're gonna go game to game. Hasselbeck loses or Hasselbeck has a bad game, I may pull him in halftime and give you back the team. But right now, he's four and oh. Guy played with a kidney infection and all you know, I mean, it was in the hospital in the morning and on that football field at night and that second win. And 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 he's experienced, you know. I mean, yeah, you know, we, Andrew Luck's going to be that quarterback for the next ten years if he stays healthy or longer. But right now, this guy is winning games. I I just, I mean, I, you know, this isn't this isn't friendship. This is business, bro. And uh, you started seven games this year and you're two and five. He started four and he's six and uh, four, four and zero. Oh. You do the numbers. And we are gonna go with Baskerville. I'm not saying he's a starter for the whole year. I wouldn't make that proclamation. I would say next game, uh, you know. Well, if Luck is hurt, then it don't matter. But if Luck is healthy, I'm, a, I'm sorry, Andrew, you you holding you holding the clipboard. Stand over there with RG three, and uh, you, you holding the clipboard. You know, Um RG three and RG
0: three. Yeah, you sit there and hold the
1: clipboard. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. So that's what I would do. Will it happen? Probably not. Um, and let me, and let me. Since we're talking quarterbacks, I just want to throw something out there to Cowboys Nation, real quick. I have heard over the last several days, um, release Tony Romo, cut Tony Romo, go out and get a new quarterback. Romo's injury prone, and even before he got injured, he looked like crap. I'm done with Romo. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Um, this ain't monopoly money here. This 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 real people money. It's grown folk money. They signed him to a hundred and something million dollar contract. If you were to release Romo um, at the end of the season, 32 million hits your salary cap next year. If you wait a year and release him, 19 million hits your salary cap. Romo will be this team's quarterback for at least two years, no matter what. No matter what. The third year out, uh, I think the hit is about 8 million. It's a little bit less. So you might be able to make that work if you needed to do something then um but the next two years it's insane and 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 and, and where are you gonna get a quarterback from i would love somebody out there to tell me where you gonna go get a quarterback because you ain't gonna have no money because you're paying tony romo so you ain't gonna have the money to go sign a big free agent if you think you know people say what about kaepernick yeah okay like his contract ain't gonna be expensive rg3 contract's gonna be expensive all these guys that had big contracts." You can't just go grab them. Somebody's got to pay that nut. Somebody's got to pay them. So I just want Cowboys Nation to shut up. You, you don't know football if you think it's that easy to just let one quarterback go and just go go get another one or, you know, quarterbacks in the draft just hanging off trees ready to be drafted and come in and go 14-2. and two. It don't work that way. It is rare that you get a quarterback uh, in the draft that comes in and immediately has success. And of all the quarterbacks that get, get drafted, the bulk of them end up getting cut and released. We go through lots of quarterbacks to get to one that you can stick with. So kill the noise. I do think they need to worry about a backup. I do think that they need to consider who's going to be, you know, what, what's out there for quality at backup. But let's see what Castle does these last five games guy can win some of these and put us in a position to get into the playoffs, then maybe he's solidifying his shot at backup If unless somebody grabs him to be their starter. But Tony is your quarterback, so just let it go. He's your quarterback. Okay, that's it. Just had to put that out there because people make me sick. They just don't know football, and they just be talking too much. Just saying.
6: My
2: quarterback.
1: All right, let's go power ranks. Love that. Love that. Love that clip. Let's go power rankings. Uh, I'll go first this time cuz I usually don't, but I'm going to go first. So at number 5, I got the Cardinals. And number 4, I've got the Bengals. And number 3, I've got the Broncos. And number 2, I've got the Patriots. And at number 1, I have the Panthers. Can't argue. 11 and 0 undefeated. Last undefeated team standing. I got to make them number one. I don't think they're a better team than New England, even with the injuries, but they're undefeated, and New England is not. So I will give it to them for
5: now. All right.
1: J.B., power rankings.
5: All right. Number five, I have the Bengals. Number four, I have the Broncos. Number three, I have the Cardinals. And I like you have the Pats at number two and the Panthers at number one. Okay. And as a quick side note, just to go back to the Kobe uh talks that we had, uh looks like the Sixers beat the Lakers to finally get a win. That's
0: too bad. <laughs> too bad
1: for Kobe. I believe the yeah. last his last game in Philly and y'all may or may not know that's where he's from, so it would have been nice for him to go back home and get a get a get a uh, victory, but
0: hey. Yeah. Well.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. right. K Star, top five.
3: Yeah. The Broncos are number five, uh the Bengals are number four, Cardinals number three, number two, New England, number one.
0: Carolina Panthers. All
1: right. Doctor Train
4: uh Broncos um Bengals Cardinals Patriots then of
0: Panthers. okay all right and
1: uh doing this on the fly um Oh, boy. This is a tough one. Um, two, three, five, seven. Two, three, five, seven. Three, five, six, seven. Okay, that's what I thought last year. Okay, we uh, were ahead. So, okay. All right. So then, all right. Number five is the... Broncos Um, actually looks like pretty much the same as last week. Number four, the Bengals. Number three, the Cardinals. And, of course, flip-flopping. Patriots fall to two. Panthers are number one. All right. Well, all right. Um, Let's pick some games, gentlemen. Why? Because we can. (laughs) All right, and um, let's see here. Pulling it up now, Um about to just see where things are uh, overall in the rankings because I, I didn't do this last week, so I'm going to do it now and see, um, see how big of a lead Dr. Train has on everybody. Dr. Train is in first place overall and in first place um, amongst us four. Uh second with uh Doctor Train is a substantially over us three. Thirteen hundred and sixty points. Second place is J B at eleven ten. Third place is Ali Quick at eleven hundred and Commissioner T brings up the rear at a thousand eighty. Um again I missed the week of picks as well, so there you have it. Um so me, K Star and J B are are within thirty points, but Doctor Train is just he's he's like uh You know, he's like uh, uh, Carl Lewis out there right now, although Carl Lewis really didn't have a good start, but he always had a good finish. So um, good stuff, Trey. Thank you. Punk ass motherfucker. But anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's
4: your mama with that mouth. (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: well,
1: she ain't on on the phone. She ain't on the phone. All right, let's let's go through these picks. Um, Thursday Night Football, we've got the Packers at the Lions. Uh, You know, a few weeks ago, this would have been, does anybody give the Lions a chance? Well, everyone's going to give the Lions a chance now. Um, Let's start with Dr. Train. This is your division, bro. Packers at the Lions. Who you got?
4: Wow, man. Um, This one I might flip off. Right now, man, I'm I'm going to pick the Lions at home, man. <laughs> okay. Obviously, looking at Green Bay, definitely not the same team. And the Lions the Lions beat them even last year when Green Bay had everybody. So, yeah, the Lions are still a tough team to beat. So, Lions.
0: Okay.
1: Um, K-Star.
3: Yeah, I'm picking the uh... I gotta go with Green Bay. I mean I know Detroit's playing a lot better, but uh Green Bay has just more more to, so much more to lose, so much more to gain as well. I think that they get to act back together. Okay.
1: J B.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna go with Green Bay also. Um I think I think Green Bay's overall better team even though Detroit is coming out strong.
1: Um, I agree. Um, I, I just can't fathom the Packers losing again, but <laughs> just, I mean, we keep saying it and they keep losing. Um, so, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and, and, and hang in there and think the Green Bay should be the better team. It should be able to get this win. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, 49 is at the bears. Dr. Train, uh, although you shouldn't have to do much talking, but we're going to give you the floor and convince us all to go with the bears. I don't think that's oh, I'm sorry. i got Packers, 78% on NFL.com. Pick the Packers over the Lions.
4: Okay,
3: go ahead,
1: Dr. Trey.
4: Yeah, I don't think that's, uh, there's really any commission that's necessarily needed, man. Bears are our team. 49ers are not. We are a better team, and we're getting healthier and playing better ball. Go Bears.
0: Okay.
1: Uh Anybody picking the Forty ers all right, well, let's move on. Uh, NFL.com, <laughs> 88% go with the Bears. It must be a nice feeling, Train. We all pick the Bears. 88% of the world picking the Bears. The Bears are home. Get, you know, get back to 500. Um, you know, I, I mean, must be a nice feeling. And, and and the Vikings, we'll get to them in a few minutes, but they're playing the Seahawks. So, I mean, you know, you know, who knows, man? I mean, this could be the beginning of you guys getting on a run. Just saying. Needs to be. All right. Well, Dr. Train, I'm gonna stick with you on this next one too. Atlanta, six and five. Falling, 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 like Alicia Keys, and um Tampa Bay five and six. Tampa Bay is home. Um wow. Dr.
4: Train, who you got? Ah, oh, gosh, Tampa Bay home. I don't know. that Hey, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. This might be part of a good joke, but you know, I was looking for the old Jake Colour. I really was. I was just like, damn, this dude has really, like, left all of football. But then I watched Atlanta. His name is Matt Ryan. I'd be damned if this dude has not turned into Jay Colour Oh, old. And Tampa Bay is playing really good ball right now. I might flip my pick on this one, but I'm going to go with Tampa Bay right now.
1: Okay. JB?
5: You know, I hate to admit it, but Matt Ryan is just – I watched that game this weekend, and I had to ask myself, man, what what are you doing? What's going on? I got to go with Tampa I'm just not impressed with what I'm seeing right now. He is turning the ball over left and right. And it's not just – it's not its not that he's uh, having good plays, just picked off. He's doing his double and triple coverage. not going to happen. It, 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 it's awful. So I'm going with Tampa
1: Okay. I'm going to tell your neighbors. Um. <laughs> okay,
5: Shoot. Hey, hear me now. K-Star, who you got?
3: Yeah, I'm going with Tampa as well. And just to pile on that Ryan a little more, it's not only that he's throwing those interceptions, but he's doing them in the red zone, like, all the time. This season, man, he's just been like a red zone turnover machine. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I like Tampa Bay at home.
1: Well, this is a chance for me to close the gap. I'm going to go with Atlanta. Um, I agree with everything you guys are saying, and that's why I'm picking Atlanta because you're absolutely right. So the way the season's played out, that means Atlanta's gonna win. Um, so I'm going with Atlanta. <laughs> um yeah, I've never been a fan. If you if you've been in the, any fans of the show and you got you know, there's a few quarterbacks out there, Matt Ryan one, Matt Schaub is another. Um, you know, I'd put them in a group of category, you know, quarterbacks that I just didn't believe in and I don't believe in Matt Ryan, but um, I do believe in their running game. I do believe in, in in Julio Jones, Roddy White's even making an appearance every once in a while, picking up a few catches. So, um, and this team was six and zero at one point. Um, so, uh, and I saw how potent that offense could be when they all get clicking. Saw it in Dallas. So, if they all get clicking, it could be a long day for Tampa. I'm gonna go ahead and stick with Atlanta. NFL.com, fifty five percent picking Atlanta over Tampa Bay. Um, I would like to think this one is an easy pick, but these two teams always battle. Arizona, 9-2, and two, traveling to St. Louis to play the Rams, who are at 4-7. On paper, this should be a blowout, but these two teams battle. So, I guess I'll ask it generally. Does anybody want to pick the Rams, knowing their history, or is it Cardinals across the board? All right, everyone's going with the Cardinals. Ninety percent of NFL.com is going with the Cardinals, but I'm, um, I'm you know, upset picking. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals too. But watch this game. For some reason, these guys always play tough. All right. Um, Jacksonville four and seven at Tennessee two and nine. Train. Yeah, it's your old, it's your old stomping grounds. What do you think?
4: Oh, man, I'm not picking Tennessee.
1: Jacksonville. <laughs> All right. K-Star.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go with Jacksonville.
5: Okay. JB? Yep. You can sign me up for that one, too. Taking Jacksonville.
1: Unanimous. Jacksonville. 70% of NFL.com is going with Jacksonville. Um, uh, one of the games of the week. Seattle. Minnesota, Seattle six and five Minnesota is eight and three. uh, let's go with train on this one too. Let's start with train. Minnesota's in your division. I know you want them to lose, but who do you think's gonna win?
4: Minnesota and Seattle yep um, stronger defense prevail. I'm gonna take Minnesota I'm gonna take I'm sorry I'm gonna take Seattle on this, okay. K Star, man,
3: um, I'm gonna go to Minnesota, and it's gonna be a very low scoring game. But I just think Minnesota at home, you know, Seahawks lost Jimmy Graham. That one, yeah, I'm gonna go to Minnesota.
5: Okay, JB. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle, actually, in in case I was thinking about that, too, with Jimmy Graham, but he's never really been a vocal part of that offense. You got Lou Rawls. I mean, Thomas Rawls.
1: You'll never uh, find. Blum, blum, blown,
5: blum. (laughs) You got him back there doing a great impersonation of Marshawn Lynch. And um, Russell Wilson knows how to manage a game. Plus, you got that defense. Although it's not the great defense that we've seen over the last couple of years, it's still a stout defense nonetheless. And um, I think Adrian's going to get his yards, but he's going to have some tough yards. And I think Seattle's going to be able to do enough to win. So I'll take Seattle.
1: I'm going to go with Seattle to NFL.com 63%, picking Minnesota at home. All right. Cincinnati nine and two. At Cleveland two and nine. Anybody picking Cleveland going once? Going twice. All right. Unanimous for Cincinnati. Ninety six percent um is picking uh Cincinnati. Houston, six and five. At Buffalo, five and six. K Star. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Buffalo
3: though. I know Houston's been playing a while, but uh they're be traveling on the road and LaShawn McCoy's in eight straight games with over 100 yards and, and uh also a score in many of those games and uh, I just think that Buffalo has a nice little stand at home when they win this game. Okay.
5: JB? i B I'm going Buffalo also and watch out for Tyrod Taylor. He may have
4: a breakout game. Okay. Doctor Trey? I think J.J. Swat has something to say, something about that. So uh, I'm going to go with Houston, man. It's that, that that I believe he's got them boys to wake up.
1: I agree. I was going to say Tyrod could have a great game in J.J. J. Watt's arms all day. I'm going with Houston, too. Um, 57% go with Buffalo at home in this one. The Jets at the Giants. The Jets at the Giants. The Jets are 6-5. and five. The Giants are 5-6. and six. Uh, Technically, the Giants are considered the home team, but as everybody knows, they play in the same stadium, so um, there really is no home team in this one. Uh, JB, Jets or Giants? Wow, this
5: would be a pickle. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets. Um, really because I just don't want the Giants to win. Uh I although I do like the way Fitzpatrick plays, as long as he's healthy and that running game and that defense can, can all click together. Uh reluctantly go with the Jets.
0: Okay. K
5: Star.
3: Yeah, I'm also going with the Jets. They that by week helped uh, Fitzpatrick and Marshall get uh a little healthier and you no know, um I just think that they're gonna present a lot of matchup issues for the Giants struggling in defense. That's all I think.
1: Alright. Dr. Trey
4: with Giants man, they just lost. I told us just coast team. Giants.
1: Okay. I'm going with the Jets. NFL.com has the Giants fifty eight percent. Um, Ravens four and seven at the Dolphins four and seven. K Star.
3: Um, Play with the Dolphins, I guess at home. It's just a brutal game. Okay, hold on. Here, here we
1: go. All right, Dr. Train, who you got?
4: The Ravens and Dolphins.
1: Ravens four and seven at the Dolphins four and seven.
4: Um, man, I think I'm gonna have to go with the with the, with the Dolphins on this one, man. Ravens just have a lot of injuries, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. JB. You know what? I I, I
5: had picked the Ravens, and then my computer comes out on me because I got a. The battery, but I'm going to change my mind. I'm actually going to go with the Dolphins. Just looking at the record, Dolphins are one in three at home, and I can't see a Dolphins team, regardless of what the uh, the talent level is, going one and four with the Ravens. So I'm going to take Miami.
1: All right, I'm going with Miami too. I think the Ravens injuries are going to be tough to overcome. We'll see, but I'm going to go with Miami and NFL.com. Seventy-two percent have Miami. Um, Kansas City six and five at Oakland five and six. K Star, what you got?
3: Got yeah, uh, definitely. I, I like Oakland at home. Pull this one off. Uh, had a nice late road win at Tennessee, and uh, finally had a back home after a three-game road trip swing. And I think they get their offensive firepower in. And going against uh, Kansas City, who for whatever reason could not
4: stop the Buffalo Bills off at Jimmy Watkins last week.
1: Okay. Dr. Train?
4: Kansas City is a sneaky team, man. And uh, even though the Ravens are, are, are there, they still not, they still haven't shown enough over go at home. I like Kansas City in this.
0: Okay.
1: JB?
5: You know, it's funny, Kansas City looks like the San Diego Chargers. Making
1: this late late season run I think it's going to come to a halt But I'm going to take Oakland home Alright uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City Kansas City's surging Oakland's not bad But I think Kansas City's going to get them um, And 61% agree with me And Dr. Train 61% go for it. Kansas City Denver At San Diego Anybody picking San Diego it. All right, let's move on. 90% going with Denver. Carolina 11-0 and 0 at the Saints, 4-7. Anybody picking the Saints?
5: You know what? I'm going to pick the Saints. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to pick the Saints. Just because they've got enough firepower to do a little damage, and you never know, Carolina may be caught napping. You made a valid point about Cam Newton and his Sideline snapshots and whatnot um, I'm not A fan of, of the sideline stuff If you're going to do it without do to a touchdown I'm No problem with that It just seems like it's one of those where Everybody on the Sun is going to take Carolina And then the Saints are going to come up out of nowhere And fight them where it hurts the most Maybe I'm by myself But that's alright
1: Anybody else Picking the Saints? um i'm gonna go I'm gonna go hang with my brother on this one. I was just about to pick the Panthers and j b talked me into it um and there's this guy in new orleans who who had a bad game, and this is the kind of game that he can get up for um and their home um I, my concern is their defense is terrible. that's my concern, but oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. But I'm gonna I'm, I'm a I'm a roll with JB on this one. I'm gonna pick the Saints too in the upset to end Cam Newton and the undefeated streak. So, uh, 86 86 percent I'm sorry 87 percent of NFL.com uh, people pick Carolina. Eagles at the Patriots. Anybody picking the Eagles? Okay, 94 percent of uh, NFL.com users are picking the Patriots to beat the Eagles. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Let's go Jets. Let's go Patriots. Um, all right. Colts, 6-5 and five, at the Steelers, 6-5. and five. Sunday night football. Big Ben, we don't know just yet in concussion protocol. K-Star, who you got and why? Uh,
3: definitely like the Steelers. I mean, The signs are that Ben will be playing, but, yeah, while he's still in the protocol, apparently he's progressing well. Their offense uh, at home is especially lethal. Colts' defense has been pretty brutal all season long, and I just don't think it's a game in which uh, the Colts are to keep pace with the Steelers' offense, which I think will set the tone and allow them to dictate the game flow, not like Pittsburgh. Okay.
1: Dr. Train.
0: That's Steelers. Okay.
5: J B. Uh, um, you know, this is a good one. Um, I'm gonna go with the Steelers also. Even though questionable about Big Ben, they still have that top ten back in D'Angelo Williams, so I'm gonna go with the Steelers.
1: Alright. Alright. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Steelers on this one too. Um, but I reserve the right to change my mind if somehow if for some reason Ben um, does not start, and then I'm going to come back in and change it to the Colts. Um, if if Ben, yeah, if Ben doesn't start. Um, all right, last but not least, Cowboys holding on to their. Fading playoff chances But I I, I I like the way The week is laid out for them If they can go into Washington and get a win Look, I'm a realist, okay Before anybody writes to the show Emails me, texts me, sends me smoke signals Knocks on my door, Facebook, Twitter, whatever And T, give it up What is wrong with you? They're 3-8 and eight. They've lost 7 out of their last 8 Romo's out, Dez is hurt What, what are you doing? Um, what I'm doing is saying We're 2 games out Um, As as horrible as it is to say, we're two games out. And I I make no apologies for that. Um, I don't think the NFC East teams are very good. I really wish Romo and Dez had been healthy this whole year because the division race, in my opinion, would be done by now. Um, But it's not. This game is the season as far as I'm concerned. They're playing the division leaders. You're two games behind them. If you win, you are one game behind the division leaders, and you get to play them again if you win. So this is the, if, if the Cowboys can't get up for this game, and I'm talking about from Jerry Jones all the way down to the little water boy on the side of the bench, you got to get up for this game. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, if you ever been down to Landover, Maryland, in the, the the Redskins' home area, it is loaded with Cowboy fans. So even though it's a road game, it is loaded with Cowboy fans down there. So I expect to see a sea of blue. Um, Castle, just don't make no mistakes. Play a little aggressive and let's go. McFadden, you know what you got to do? Dez, time for you to show K-Star why you are the best wide receiver in the, in the NFL when healthy. Time for you to show him that. And um, defense, just keep doing what you're doing, because I think defense this year has been the shining the shining spot for this team. Cowboys going to go into Washington and win this game. Too much on the line, they're not going to blow it. Um, Cowboys. JB, did you want to add anything to that?
5: Well, just one other thing that we've touched upon through the course of the show. Regardless of the record, regardless of who's hurt, this is the biggest rivalry out there. And, yeah, have to take that in consideration. So, obviously, you know where I'm going.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Rivalry. Yeah, hear that, K-Star? Rivalry. Um, K-Star, who you got?
3: Your rivals. Nah, you like that? You like
0: that? Fuck you. Like
4: you. That? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Mm. All right. Train, who you got?
4: Um... This is a tough one because um, I'm really not a believer of the Redskins, even though they've won, even though they're kind of hot. But at the same time, Dallas has, God, hasn't even won. If they've won at least one game with, without Tony Romo, I'd be like, yeah, sure, Dallas. But they haven't won any games. It's not that you played poorly throughout the game. It's just a matter of getting over the hump and finishing the last 60 minutes. Huh. Right now, man, I'm going to, have to go with the hot team. I'm going to, have to go with the redskins. Traitor. Sam. Traitor.
0: Thanks. Traitor. Damn. Traitor. <laughs> you like that? You like that? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Whatever. whatever, man. Don't have me in
1: Whatever, man. All right. All right, I'll be glad we like to come back the on the show. Cowboys going to go to 4-8. and I'm going to be happy about the Cowboys going to 4-8. and eight. Go figure. All right, um, before we get out of here, let's bring on our good friend. He's been waiting patiently while we went through our picks. Um, Bryce from Brooklyn, welcome to the Madden Voice.
0: What's
2: good, fellas? How y'all doing tonight?
4: What's well, up, bro? Man, we got a good look at a good rivalry game this weekend. Hope you saw it. Just telling the case, that's what, that's what a rivalry is.
2: Um, Which which one are you talking about?
4: <laughs> See, T, mute him. I can't, uh-uh, I can't take this guy this week. <laughs> you you suck. <start. laughs> <Yes>, I can't. <laughs> that's just, dis- I mean, just why, disrespectful. Why mute even, that a, guy.
2: Why is this even a relevant topic?
4: Mute <laughs> he, that guy. He's already said six words too many. Mute Mute him. <laughs>
2: I know the truth hurts, brother. I know. Hey, man, you got you to. Hey,
1: listen, hold on now, Bryce. You got to give credit where credit is due. Now your team went in and played a strong game against Seattle, but came up short. My team didn't even show up, but the Bears went in the Green Bay and got a win.
2: No, no. Let me tell you something. I um I give a lot of credit to the Bears, and I was actually real talk. I was actually thinking about training a little bit when I saw that Bears game. I'm like, yo, you got to get a Bears credit. They they didn't, they didn't, haven't rolled over and died, and they've come out week to week, and they're playing better. So I give them respect for that.
4: Appreciate it. Dog. You can keep them on for another five
2: minutes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I, earned it, huh? I earned it. I earned it. I earned it. No, the team, I mean, yeah, man, I'm sure K-Star went over it. That was a tough game, man. The same secondary that showed up yesterday was the one that showed up against the Bengals and balled out. So just too inconsistent, man, too inconsistent.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they're actually going to bench Blake, um, and they're kind of putting Boykin on the outside finally.
2: Well, I think Blake is – traded for Brandon Boykin. Yeah, Blake isn't great, but his thing was he was able to come downhill and tackle and be aggressive. He's obviously hurt, man. There's something wrong with that dude. He wasn't even wrapping up. I think his shoulder, finger, whatever. Yeah, you got to get him out of there.
1: Yep. But you know the the, 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 the issue now, however, is you guys with that loss, it fell. You know, you, you know, first of all, the division is just becoming more and more difficult. Um, three behind with five to go, um, and 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 so now you're really looking at a wild card. And right now, you know, if the season were to end today, you wouldn't even have that with that loss. You know, um, Bryce, how do you feel about this, the, you know, in Ben's in a concussion protocol, so there's no guarantees he's playing on Sunday. Um, you know, how do you feel about your chances down the stretch?
2: Well, I mean, it all depends. I mean, if Ben is out long term because of the concussion stuff, they're in trouble. Um, because I don't think Landry Jones is at a place where you can really rely on him to come in and win multiple games. Um, if if he was out just for this week. I still think they've got enough talent to go in and beat the Colts at home, but it's not going to be easy.
1: You know, you want to hear something wild, Bryce, is the Cowboys, as miserable as this season has been, is in a closer position to take over first place than the Steelers or the (laughs) (laughs)
2: Bears. Hey, man, that's the – you know, and that's kind of – that's really, really crazy to me because – you know, the NFC East, for the most part, um, has been a pretty competitive division for a lot of years. So for it to be this bad, it's like, oof, my goodness. That's yeah, a terrible, terrible division. It's yeah, terrible. That division is real stinky. You can yeah, smell it from I, here.
1: I'll take it. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I don't need style points. I'm trying to get in the playoffs. I don't need style points, you know, so.
2: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the. I think Pittsburgh's in the – in a similar position. I mean, like we said, and I think K-Star said it before too, I mean, there was was a glimmer. There was a glimmer for the division, but we had pretty much said it's all about the wild card. Um, I mean, it's just a speck right now. I mean, the the Bengals would absolutely have to lose to the Browns next week, and, of course, we have to win. We know that. But they would absolutely have to lose for us to have any chance of the division, and I doubt that's going to happen. So, for a while, it's been about the wild card. I mean, we're out now, but – we're tied with a lot of teams, so it's just about trying to handle our business, which I think they've got enough to do, but they got to go out and do it. Right,
1: right, right, right. All right. You got anything else for us? Because uh, we are at the end of the show. Anything else?
2: Um... No, I think that's a no, I think that's a that's about it. Oh, I will say this. Um I was very happy with the way our offensive line played. I don't know if K Stark talked about this, but I think the, the I I brought this up last week. The backup left tackle, they came at him, he did really good. And Marcus Gilbert I think is playing at a at a real like level. He's playing at a high, high level. Um he hasn't given up a sack all year and he's going gone up against some great pass rushers. So I like our offensive line, man. I think moving forward that can be a nice plus for us.
1: Now, you know, you're saying that, you know, I thought I I really thought we were going to get off without anything strange. Um, You do know that your quarterback got hit and he's out with a concussion.
2: Well, no. I mean, yes, he took a hit. I mean, it was yeah. it was a late hit. It was a bad hit. But he took a hit. But overall, the offensive line gave him a lot of time. I mean, yeah, he had a hit or two, but yeah. they gave him some good time. I mean, if yeah. you watched the whole game. They did a good job pretty much. Yeah,
1: no, I, I watched it. I, I, I already gave your quarterback credit for playing a, a, a good game, a solid game. And I actually was questioning until I found out later about the concussion I didn't get when I was watching the game. Why he wasn't going in? You guys were down nine. I'm like, why they pulling Ben? But then I found out later he he self reported a concussion. So um, okay, so that 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 makes sense. So all right, um, Bryce, anything else? If not, we're gonna roll on out of here.
2: Um, real quick, my 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 Steeler brother, K Star. What did you think, man, of of like the the overall game? Besides, I know we lost, but what were your thoughts that you gave earlier? Uh, just
3: that the game was. An awesome, awesome, epic battle, man! And uh, our both defenses kind of took a step back, and and Ben and Russell Wilson kind of went to war. And uh, yeah, I mean, everyone commented about how uh, Ben obviously did a great job against that secondary, and uh, the great matchup between Sherman and Antonio Brown. Sherman got the better end of that, but you know the Steelers exploited that elsewhere. Yeah, and uh, you know it was just a great game. Uh, and by the way, screw talking We're to unleash hell here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: screw top, Haley. We actually did to cover this real quick. But that fake field goal that we threw a pick on, that was so bad. Oh, that was horrible. God, it was so hideous. To me, that, was, that was
4: the turning point of the game for you guys Yeah, right there.
3: dude. I, that think was that, so
4: I think that killed you guys. We like, had I mean, food? I knew it was, like, early on, but it was just, to me, it gave, like, a, li- a little something to Seattle that they didn't need to have. Yeah. No, I, I don't think, get that. Yeah.
2: But I think those star that might be I don't know if that's on Haley I think that's on Tomlin I mean he's ultimately got to find the on that one you know yeah, and, man, and I'm know I'm gonna, yeah and my biggest problem is is actually not I mean Haley's Haley I get that but really it's Keith Butler that that defensive the pass defense was way too vanilla it's too much cover three you give a good quarterback that amount of time he's just gonna look the safety off and throw and I mean it was it was it was it was not it a, yeah, yeah, a, a good game,
0: game for but Keith been... Butler
2: not at all.
6: Yeah. Well,
1: I, I, and I will say this though, I, I mean the fake, the fake uh, or whatever, not what you call it, because they didn't really fake. They switched out of the formation and went to try to get the first down. Um, and if you watch it, you see Seattle was expecting it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean to me, and, and from what I heard, you know, uh, Landry isn't your normal holder. And so no. when they saw Landry coming in the hole, they knew something was up. And y'all still put, y'all still it, did the play anyway. Oh, that's annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah like, it was just
1: you know. yeah. And if you watch it, you can see Seattle didn't change their format, didn't change their formation because they were expecting something. So they weren't in typical pl- uh, field goal block formation. They knew something was up because your backup quarterback came in to hold the ball, and they were like, "He ain't the normal uh, holder on on field goals." Uh oh. So I mean, you know, Tomlin's got Tomlin normally. Is smarter than that. I don't know what happened, but he got to be yeah. smarter than that in a in a game of that magnitude. When you guys are fighting for your playoff lives. You got to be smarter than that. You, can, yeah. you know, got- you gotta time out at that point, audible back, do whatever you got to do, but don't don't, you know that it turned out to be a big play. Chain is right. It, fortunate you made the tackle and he didn't get in the end zone right away because he looked like for a minute he had some room to run. You know, yeah. on that on that very easy interception. So
2: yeah, just yeah. bad play design. Bad play design, bad call. Should have called the ti- Thomas. Should have called the timeout from the sideline. Just, just off wall, all the way around. But yeah, that was a bad decision. Terrible. But Keith Terrible. Keith Butler shares in some of that too. Yeah, just Terrible. bad design. Yep. Terrible. All right, Bryce. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Always good talking with y'all, man. And we'll probably be talking next week. All right. Take care.
1: For
3: sure, Bryce. Have a good
1: one. All
2: right. Take, take care.
3: Bye, all, right. all right. Later. All right.
1: K Star, final words.
3: Uh, the season's going by really quick. It's December first, y'all. Let's 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 finish strong. Let's enjoy it.
4: It's almost gone.
1: Okay. Uh, JB, final you know,
5: words. My sentiment my exactly. I I couldn't have said it better. December first, five games left. and to put in the playoffs. Season go by too fast. Enjoy it while you can.
3: Okay.
1: Dr. Train,
5: final words?
4: Time for the world to see the real monsters of the midway, man. Sit back, get your popcorn ready. Every game is a playoff game, you know, out.
1: Yeah, it's going to be very interesting down the stretch. I'm holding out hope that my Cowboys can get a win on Monday night and um, – You know, I was saying how this is the first time in years we're going into December with nothing to play for. But in actuality, we probably have more on the line this year than any of the previous years. So um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that they can get a win and keep it interesting. And let's see. Let's see. Um, And one last thing for me is um, I know she was listening earlier, but I think she don't went to sleep. But uh, my honey's birthday is Friday. So um, in case she catches this on replay or whatever, I do want to wish her a very, very happy birthday. And um, I think what, what what I have planned will make you a very happy person on your birthday. So happy birthday out there. All right. Um,
4: happy so- birthday, honey. <laughs>
0: hey, man, that's some boo right there, man. boo right there, man. You like that? You like that? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: man. Okay.
1: All right, fellas, let's roll on out. We'll see you guys next week. Remember, guys. Here on the show and on the football field. All feuds are settled on the field. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next Tuesday night.